to Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women who are wanting to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. If you want to catch these episodes live, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram at Tanya C. Oliver, where each week I'll be interviewing a powerhouse guest. What's up? Welcome to Minding My Business. And I have special guest on. I'm so excited. She's such a baddie. I can't wait to get her on here in just one second. But Minding My Business, welcome here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, where we're here to speak about elevating your business, your mindset, and your life. So I'm going to bring my special guest on right now. How are you? Jamil is here too. What's up, brother? Evelina, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Thank you so much for being on the show today. You look so good. Look at you. You're just radiating. You're so beautiful. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You are too. You know, that's what it's about. It's about elevating each other. We mind our business, we stay in our lane, and we get to celebrate each other. And that's the main reason why I wanted to create this uh, Tuesday Talks to bring on other amazing women like yourself and just to celebrate you and all the amazing things that you're doing and that you're creating and that you're consistently expanding upon. Yeah, you're doing an awesome job. I love all the stuff that you're doing. Perfect. It's exactly what the world needs right now. Yes. Yes. Us coming together and creating unity, right? Yeah. And then, and then also helping and promoting each other. Like we're always, the the successful people I I noticed, we're always asking like, what can I do to help you? Like, how can I help you? How can I support you? Right. That's, that's how we all grow together. Yeah. So tell us, let's, it's now all about you. We mind our business about you now. We're getting in your business. (laughs) Um, Tell us a little bit about you. Well, let me do my little intro. I'm just excited to have you on here. I was just like reevaluating your your page, but you are the owner and operator of Off the Road Tours in Vegas. I know when I met you at the Thrive event, I was like, this one is like pretty awesome. Like I have to do something with you in the future. You also have day and you're a day and night host, yeah, club host. Adrenaline Junkie, a.k.a. Therapy. I love that. I love that um, because I actually had to do something like that when I did skydiving. Um, Not off-the-road tours, but I've done off-the-road, not with you. When I go to Vegas, I'm going to, though. And that was an adrenaline rush for sure. And uh, just really amazingness. So is there anything that I did not add in there? That's all I was able to pull. No, I think just under like the whole adrenaline junkies underneath all that, there's so many things that that I based on that. And so that is like the main theme of everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely marketing, but I was reading deeper into that and you're talking about like the secrets of happiness and how um, it's more based on experiences, not on like what we purchase. And I think that's just so powerful. And I love that. And when in your description, you were talking about like how adrenaline is more based on it's therapeutic. And I, I couldn't agree more. It's, it's healthy therapy. And I literally had a, a coaching session with somebody this morning and we're talking about healthy enablers and healthy enabling and having groups of people and places and events, things that you host, of it being healthy enabling for healthy stimulation. Yes. So now I, I'm not sure if you're aware. So I own Adrenaline Junkies. Mm-hmm. My 
boyfriend owned adrenaline therapy. So he's a veteran mm. and he was working on helping other veterans with PTSD and, and other related things. So he owned adrenaline therapy. So the therapy part of it was uh, his. Mm. Okay. I kind of feel like it's very much intertwined though. However, so you're probably not aware. No, I'm not. Please. <laughs> well, first, before we get into this, well, go ahead and clear up whatever I mess I just made. <laughs> first. There's no mess. It's one of those okay. things. I don't talk about, you know, with the public, some people know, some people don't. Um, so with adrenaline therapy, he, uh, he flew the F-18s for the military for 25 years and then went into flying the aerobatic planes. And so I was working on getting my pilot's license and learning how to fly aerobatic planes. Um, however, on July the 3rd, when I was off-roading and doing a photo shoot, he was doing aerobatics and his plane fell right in front of me, died right in front of me. He's been gone since July the 3rd. Um, and I've been, so I'm left with adrenaline therapy. And now I need to continue that on because that was something that was very important to him. And so I was really depressed and just, you know, going through that for the first couple of weeks. And I was doing some research on what is adrenaline therapy. Like I own a, but I never really looked to see what, um, adrenaline therapy was really about and so I ended up going out off-roading with a friend after three weeks of not doing anything and that little bit of adrenaline therapy just mm -hmm. took me out of my depression and it and it broke that of just laying there wallowing in misery and it just activated something it just got me back in life back in doing something and then the next day I was able to go back to the gym and just keep on going and little doses of adrenaline therapy as I have learned uh really does help to get over sadness depression whatever else like and it is it's just so important and I feel like like I have to continue that on for him because it was really important to him and it does help it helps a lot of people yeah yeah I, it's so fascinating I mean and I'm so sorry for your loss um my boyfriend had died July 4th last year so we had a very similar but different experience uh at practically the same time and uh I remember last year I didn't want to be here anymore and um I thank God for my habits I know Sandra's on what's up girl um the my brother came picked me up and we went because uh, in Florida we don't really have a lot of off-roading right right from my understanding so but we have skydiving yeah and I needed something stimulating without hurting myself and hurting others and so I think it's so so important that people understand it's not just a uh yes it's a fun thing for stimulation but it's also very very uh healing part of um the healing journey yeah it really is mm -hmm. it is just so good for the soul <laughs> yeah um so tell me moving even further backwards how did you what got you into um adrenaline junkie like what was the initial thing that got you into the career that you do 
So I've never been interested in outdoorsy things too much. Spent, um, I was more like the Gucci girl, you know, like shopping and fancy lunches in Beverly Hills and things like that. Uh, then I discovered uh, the uh, competitive shooting, right? So I ended up, um, <laughs> when I first started shooting, I'd go with my Valentino uh, sneakers and my Louis Vuitton bag. I like, you know, and that's how I showed up at the range with full hair and makeup, you know, and I couldn't shoot because of my nails. And once I got into that, again, as therapy, yeah, I ended up realizing that I was not too bad at it. So then I was like, really it got more serious of getting like shoes that are really good for the range and all my gear, like and just focusing on shooting. And that was a, another sport that got me through as therapy to focus on something else. Um, and I ended up getting really good at that. I forgot what the initial question was. Oh, the initial question was what got you into uh, adrenaline junkie and the off-roading and all this. I know there's so many things like to talk about. I have notes, so I'll, I'll keep us track. This okay. is you to talk. Okay, because I'm bad at that. I'm like, oh, squirrel, you know, I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> no, so and supposedly we got fans on here too. They're like, you're an excellent shooter, so... Oh, I love them. You know, like I, the shooting community, like I love them so much. I just, I love them. They are such good people. Like the, like the ranges, everyone's walking around with the gun on them. Like, honestly, like they are, they're such good people. I love, I miss them. And I keep being asked to go back to shooting. Um, I'm, I'm going to go, I have to figure out how to go uh, back to training, go back. Like, I love those people. Um, so I'll be back. <laughs> and thank I love you. how you said the word community. It is. They are such a great community. And who know, Who knew that a bunch of people walking around with guns, you know, like they're such great people. I love them and I miss them. Um, but yeah, off-roading, um, I was speaking with uh, someone from my business group because I was interested in purchasing an off-road vehicle that I've never rode before. And I, and I said, like, I have to somehow turn this into a business. I'm not going to just buy an off-road vehicle and have it. And I would have had to put in whatever money I could find for it. And so it, it either had to work or it would have been way worse off. You know, so I spoke with a couple of people from my business group. And again, they are the type of people, if you need advice, you just call them up and they, they are going to help you. Um, so he's like, just do it. He goes, it's a really good idea. You should do it. And that's how I ended up just trying it. And I really had no, like, I couldn't, like, there's no option to fail. I had to do it. So I put in a lot of hours and then it just it just grew and I ended up loving it and what how long have you had this business for it's been when I, I met you like over a year no almost a year almost a year I think November so it'd be like where March, April May June July August 12 like 16 months when you started yeah Oh, so wow, you just really kind of started the business when I met you. I, in uh, April, I started one vehicle. Mm. One, didn't even have a trailer. <laughs> I, did, like, I had to rent a trailer to do like a tour with one vehicle. Like it, I don't ever, oh my God, I don't ever want to go through it again. It was horrible. But you got like when you start, it's like you have to get through the grinding process. So I did that and I saved all my money. Um, I bought not like I haven't bought for myself. Um, I think yesterday I'm like, you know what? I'm going to splurge. Went to Home Goods, bought myself a set of uh, Halloween towels. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, 
like that's my splurge. Like I'm splurging. Yeah. Else is going back to the business. So now I have uh, five off-road vehicles, um, like a, a truck, a car, and a double trailer. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So now it's like the next level. Going to level up. Yes. It's funny, though, that you mentioned about like splurges because I noticed this to be more of a, a guilt factor with women than men. Yeah. It's like the guilt of putting money into yourself. Yes. But like you have no problem spending money on other people. But when it comes to self, the feeling bad. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And I think uh, a friend of mine was just saying last night, he's like, you have to be able to let go of some of that money, like for yourself or for others so that it's constantly being recycled in the universe. And I'm like, well, I'm constantly buying like tires and gas, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like accessories for the vehicles. <laughs> he's like, no, that's yeah. like non-business related so that you know that you can keep it uh, recycled. Yeah. So I'm going to work on that. <laughs> Where do you think that comes from? Because I've noticed, because I work with men and women, uh, like deep subconscious stuff. And I'm like, it's, it's a pattern that I see. Like I, I see it more. And even myself, like it took me a while. And now I use like buying things for myself, like even clothes and stuff as like um, rewards. So I have to use like a reward factor to get like things done in business in order to then like put a percentage away to like spend on self. So I have like, I'm like, so I told him, I'm like, I'm going to buy myself a Chanel purse. Finally. He's like, Oh, good. And I go right after I get 22 more Can-Ams and another truck and another like trailer. That's going to be for, he's like, well, <laughs> I'm like, but I put it on there. I, I said I will buy a Chanel bag after 22 more Can-Ams and, and this. I go, then I will reward myself. Yeah. <laughs> but not until then, you know? Yeah. I think that's important too, like to use it as like, you can have what you want, but you have to earn it. And it makes it like so much sweeter when you're like, yes, I, I earned it. And it's almost like monumental. Yeah, because it'll be like one day of, or half a day of sales, you know, <laughs> like at that point when I can get to that point and yeah, I'm like half a day of sales and I can get it. But my goals are so big that I'm like, I need to keep reinvesting and reinvesting so that you know, I can get there. Cause I've had moments of, I'm like, I just bought another Can-Am. So again, I have like no groceries, nothing. My account is at like $10, like not even enough for Starbucks. I have another Can-Am and I'm sitting at home thinking, you know what? I could have had another Louis Vuitton bag, two pairs of Valentino shoes, and been down on the strip at a fancy hotel having a really nice lunch. But instead, I have $10 in my account, but another investment. So that's how I ended up, like, grinding it out. And um, mm. what, makes, what made that, that difference in your mindset shift with, like, the materialistic? And I know you talked about this, too, as, like, happiness, and, and I think this is so important and I, I would love for you to explain this. There was, a, maybe it was a blog where you talked about happiness was based on experiences, exactly what you're talking about, like your investment, the experiences you're creating for others, the business you're creating versus the materialistic. Cause you made that switch. 
No. So I wasn't a Swish. So when I first started buying designer, um, I used to have uh, like a real estate portfolio. Mm. And so by my first designer bag, tenants purchased it for me. So I always reinvested all the money until there was enough passive income. And from the passive income is what I would purchase things. So mm -hmm. then I level where uh, when I was a home builder, anytime I would build a home and sell it, then that's when I would be able to go and buy myself an item just so that it was like a reward system. Mm -hmm. um, but the experiences versus items, it's like, those are the things that last a long time and they can never be taken away from you. And now I went through a part of my life where I lost absolutely every, every that I've owned, like every item. So I may not have the designer bag anymore, but the experiences and memories that I've had with different people over the years, whether all the photos are gone or whether all the items are gone, like those memories and experiences are always going to be there. That's mm -hmm. why I love, like I, I don't shop anymore. I'm like, let's just go and do this or let's do that. Or let's just do these crazy sort of things. Cause mm -hmm. that, that can never be taken away. Mm. Um, what about like, you mentioned a lot of like when you're transitioning and when you built out this off-roading business, like 16 months ago and the journey of like literally investing everything and having to like really re reassess your priorities. What were, I mean, it requires a lot of mental strength. Like, let's be real about that. And with, with these seasons of building a business and changing from, you had said you came from the real estate industry over to then full-time over to creating the off-roading, what, what type of healthy tools do you use to help you when you're feeling maybe at times mentally defeated? Like, were there any points of the 16 months of you building this where you're like, you know what, this is a lot. This is overwhelming. This is, I'm feeling anxiety. I'm feeling, you know, like what, and then especially what you just went through also a year ago, like you've been through a lot the last, you know, almost two years, year and a half. So there are always, um, like there's two sets of people that are always watching you. Okay. Mm. There are the haters, <laughs> you know, there are the people that are the lurkers, the ones that just sit back and just watch. They will never comment. They will never, they'll never give you a thumbs up, like nothing, nothing. And what they will do is they'll wait. And for the second that like you have like a single like hair out of place, you know, they're on you, you know, hair is out of place or if something's not right. They're, those are the ones that are like, that's what they watch for is like the flaws and the failing uh, of things, right? So for those people, I'm like, okay, they want more content, <laughs> you know? I feel like I have to deliver, you know, because they're watching. Like every day they get in there like, oh, I wonder what's Evelina doing? I'm like, well, every day I wake up, I'm like, okay, well, I need to give them something. something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no defeat. There's not going to be defeat. Like, yeah, things have happened. And I'm like, okay, well, now I'm going to get up and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep doing it. And then I have other, the other side of the people, they have mess, like, and it's so nice. And I know like it's just a random message and people just want to, you know, reach out and send me a DM or whatever. But, and I tell them like, these are very important to me because there are days when I'm like, you know, who cares? Why do I bother? And then those days when I'm feeling a little bit depressed is when those messages pop up where they're like, you're so inspirational. You're, you motivate me. And I just love, and I'm like, all right, well, let's wipe away the tears. Let's take a shower. I'm like, 
let's do something to keep these people motivated. And then as well, um, my, for my children, I need to create a space of things that are always positive, uh, happy, and it, and it has to be a happy place. So that, um, like, that's what I want to attract. And that you need that in order to attract that. So yeah, I mean, there are times, yeah, I'll schedule five or 10 minutes for it. But after that, go, you got to go. Can't follow. So it's also the mindset of like, it's a non-negotiable. We get up every day. Yeah. Whether for the haters, whether you're doing it for your family, for the people that are counting on you to, to get them out of bed, you know, and now I have guests, the guests come here. They, they spend a lot of money to spend a couple hours out in the desert in an adventure. Like they are here for that. And I need to go out there and deliver a really good, exciting experience. And they're the ones that lift me up. So it's, you know, they're like, you know, like they're so grateful that I deliver such an experience to them. And I'm like, yeah, but I had so much fun. And we laughed. They're like, I can't believe this is a job. Like I know <laughs> it's a job. Like it was a job, but it's a lot of fun. Aww. And I think the biggest thing that you're saying too, and, and it is a common thread is like when we take the emphasis off of ourselves and we serve others or we are like, how can I support you? Or how can I help you? It does make us feel better. It makes us feel like more fulfillment. Like you said, like you focus on your children you focus on the people that are like watching you and counting on you to show up. And um, even the ones that aren't, you're still like, Hey, I'm here. <laughs> I want them to succeed. Yeah. I want them to succeed. Like ask me how, and I'll tell you how, but that here's the thing is like, you know, let's just say like, like, um, like how I look physically, like, Oh, I wish I had your body. Well, you can get yeah. up. Let's go to the gym. Like we can go together to the gym. Like I'll take you with me. Here's my cupboard. Here's what I eat. Here's what's in my fridge. Here's what I drink. Like I don't, I don't drink any alcohol. I go, maybe that helps. I'm not a nutritionist. I know a lot of them. I have really good, um, you know, people I can refer them to, but I would love to see them succeed. Mm -hmm. You just don't want to do the work. I'm like, well, I do the work and that's why I look like this. Same yeah. Management. Like this is what I do. I don't splurge on all these things. And then I just keep grinding. I put in 16 hour day. It's not like eight, eight hours and I clock out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take the evening off. I don't take the evening off. Then I read books. All the like, there's books everywhere. Like, mm -hmm. people don't do it. What made you make that original decision where you're like, you know what? I don't really want to do real estate anymore. I want to do the off-roading. You mentioned like at first you like, you're like, oh, this is cool. I want to do it. And then it ended up like organically turning into a business where you went all in. So or I've always been a business owner and anything that I do has to generate money. So I bought it. It wasn't for recreational. I was already thinking, can I turn this into a business and make money at it? And so with the help of uh, people from my business group, they, they helped me through the financials, through the whatever else. And they're like, we'll help you along the way with whatever you need. Just do it. And, I, and so I, and I'll still reach out to them every once in a while to say, thank you. Like, I remember original talk. I was like, I was so scared. I go, but thank you for helping and suggesting it I always here we are so I, I will remember those people all the time and anyone that helps me I always remember them mm. and 
I think, and the reason why I like emphasize this, because you did mention it earlier, is because like one thing that I've noticed a lot working with, with people is like when you be, when people become successful in what they do, and they haven't developed a sense of who they are yet, they then attach their identity with what they do. And they have a hard time transitioning with like, you know what, I changed my mind, I think I want to do something else. You had a total career shift. And a a lot of people couldn't do that. Um, Not saying it was easy, because I know you put in a lot of hard work, but you didn't lose yourself with the transition. And I think a lot of people want to go into more like passion based businesses, because you can tell you're very passionate about what you do, it excites you, it brings you a lot of fulfillment. And there's a lot of people that become very scared with that like, transition, because there's a strong sense of um, what I do is who I am. And this level of success, I've then become attached to and who would I be if maybe I'm not successful in something else. And you mentioned something earlier is you didn't even give yourself an option mentally. You're like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to figure out how to become successful in it. Right. So sometimes through life, like life never seems to be what you planned it. Like when you were younger, did you plan where you are right now? Not at all. No way. No part of, like, no part of this, like, Mm. none of it was anywhere on my radar, wasn't on my vision, like, nothing, even, like, like, I mean, yeah, a year ago, I was already off-roading, but two years ago, I had no idea what off-roading even was, none, like, and it's just crazy to think that, like, two years later, your life is completely different than when you had envisioned it, and things aren't always planned. Like, this, like switching careers was not a plan. It's like God's way of going, you know what? I'm just going to like, you know, and as painful as it is, it literally is being like the diamond in the rough where it just on the outside, you're like a little lump of coal. That's what it looks like on the outside when you're starting. And yeah, it's like dark and what, and you're like, what, what can I make out of this? And yeah, the pressure mm-hmm. of life is what makes the diamond. So it's not like I chose, like this is not a a choice. I didn't choose it. I didn't wish it. This was literally a gift. It was a gift. I didn't, I didn't choose it. And I'm very grateful for it, but it came through starting off with that lump of coal and a lot of pressure, a lot Mm -hmm. of dark. And then this is what grew out of it. Mm -hmm. You mentioned you don't drink. No. Uh, is there a reason, a, a preference behind that? Not really a preference. I'm just busy all the time, like all the time, that by the time I'm home, at the end of the day, I'm just so tired. I just go to bed. Uh, when I go out with my girlfriends, it's so, well, <laughs> it's late. It's like 8 p.m. And I'm like, I'm already tired. So even if I had one, I <laughs> I had one drink, I'd probably fall asleep at the table and what, you know, and then I, I'm not going to drive home. So it's like, I'm constantly um, at work. And then I always have a sense of uh, protection over my friends because I've trained for um, like executive protection. So I'm always on 
I'm always on. I'm always working and watching everything. So in case anything happens, I'll be the one to look after all my friends. And so I'm constantly looking out around the surroundings and watching things. And I just, plus alcohol probably at this point would not make my body look as good as death. So I don't want to screw with that for the days that I skip the gym. No, and I just, I just don't like it. I just, you know, I really do not like what it does to people. Like, sure, some people can have a glass of wine here and there, but a lot of people are not good with alcohol. And I don't want to be around that. Yeah, I noticed for me, like, I stopped drinking a while ago, um, because I just always felt like it slowed me down. Yeah. And to be a high end achiever, and to want to accomplish so much in life, I just was like, it's just not worth anything that slows me down. It's out. Yeah. I need adrenaline, not alcohol. <laughs> I need healthy stimulation uh, not, that's going to make, you know, fuel my soul versus like put me down in it. It is. It, it's a stimulant. It's, um, it's a coping skill that people use with, you know, overwhelm or anxiety or triggered emotions. And that's why I was really interested with what you do because it, it does. It gives you all those emotions that people crave but we use, we have unhealthy tools that suppress and numb them versus actually help us um, have healthier ways of like getting that end desired feeling, which is like life, vitality, excitement, fun, adventure. And we use it for things that, you know, numb, suppress, and then we wake up taking like three, four, five days, depending on your age <laughs> to recover from. Now it requires a, a small hospital stay to recover from a night. Of <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, adrenaline is just so much healthier for you. And it like, I just, I love it. Like I just love it. And it's like having not drugs or alcohol because that's kind of bad, but it's like the opposite where it's, where it's good for you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, because it does release that dopamine, the serotonin. Well, that's what we crave. We crave like life and adventure and fun and joy and, you know, how, how, what are the healthy things like child, you know, like, like being a kid again, like, what are you doing? You want to go, you know, on the go-karts and you want to go, you know, to all these little adventures. And as adults, we just can sometimes get so mundane and boring and not know what to do outside of eating and partying or drinking. Yeah, it reminds me of this one guest that I had. She was like super late for her tour. And I'm like, oh, I'll just take you myself then. And it was the day after it rained out here in Vegas. Mm -hmm. So we had all the GoPros on and everything. And we just, <laughs> we went through all the puddles. And I didn't know that. Like I thought the pot, like the water would have gone up and over on the roof, but it doesn't. It actually goes straight in for the, <laughs> you know, like right in. And I had to hold all the cameras. So I cover and then, it's one of those like you're laughing hysterically where I'm like at this point it doesn't even matter if I pee my pants or not because we're <laughs> soaked in everything so if we get up everything's like dripping it was that much water but laughing that hard she's like who knew she's like who knew that you can book yourself a tour she's like and I feel like I'm out here with my best friend like and we just like you know the whole time was laughing I'm like there you go it's an adventure <laughs> <Yeah>. sure <laughs> You know, and it's like, I can't believe that's my career now. Like my career is fun and adventure. That's all I do is I'm like, what, what am I going to do to have fun today? Because I have to post fun, you know? 
Yeah. That, that's important. You know, it's, it's true. Like, it's like, when was the last time you had a belly laugh? <laughs> you know? When was the last time you had like a real like belly laugh and just got to play? And yeah. something you mentioned too, you mentioned a few times, you know, eating healthy, getting to bed on time, like at a decent hour early, like respecting your sleep. You talk a lot about, uh, you spoke about, you know, cleaning, clean eating, working out, um, what are some of your daily non-negotiables? I know those were a few that you mentioned, I'm, I'm assuming, but if I'm assuming incorrectly, please correct me. Your non-negotiables that keep you operating at high levels, like your day-to-day non-negotiables. Like if you miss it, you know, like you're just not feeling. Um, Can you see me? Um, well, besides like just the not drinking, um, I don't really have too many, like, I don't really have any rules, you know, like, um, like I don't have a diet or anything like that. So if I feel like, um, driving somewhere or eating some chocolate, then I have that, you know, <laughs> then I usually blame someone, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, that oh girl, I've got like stocked up chocolate bars in my house so I'll be like that person made me angry and they made me drive to Taco Bell to get those Cinnabon like those roll like things with the cream in it <laughs> I'll have like 10 of them and I'll make that person made me do it but <laughs> I don't really have any rules I just as if you're like consistently like doing good things like like in general I eat healthy in general, I try to make it to the gym, but if I don't, not a big deal. And then just work on the business, knowing what my, my goal is, and then making sure that I'm working towards towards that. You know, like what's the next step towards having a billion dollar global brand, you know, and work on one thing only. Mm-hmm. So actually, before, before the business, it's you. And the business requires you to operate at really high levels. And so if you can say just a few things that, make you you what would those things be like your daily your daily rituals and routines I would say like what are your like daily rituals like do you have a morning routine a night routine so my morning routine is um when I wake up before I even open up my eyeballs uh the moment I wake up it's just an attitude of gratitude Mm. being grateful for starting off with the little things like like my bed my bed it's like comfy and I have I have pillows and I before I open my eyes like I love my pillows so much and I love my sheets and I, my fake fur duvet whatever and it's like and it's cool I have AC my bills are paid for in this house like I feel safe and it smells nice in here and it's safe like I don't wake up with anxiety you know mm-hmm. just grateful for that and then I um, when I get up and I go to the bathroom, I walk by the mirror, and I'm grateful for my body. I'm like, that's a nice tan you got going on there, you know? Like, I'm grateful for that. Like, I'm like, thank God I have my body. Take my coffee or my pre-workout. I like, I have, and it's dark because I like to do like 4.30 in the morning, so it's still mm-hmm. So I'll walk through, and I'm like, I just love my home. Like, I love my home. I love my books. I love how clean it is. I love my couch, my floor, the mirror, like everything as I'm walking along to, to do the thing. And then I'm grateful for my protein stuff because there's been times when I couldn't afford it. 
Mm. Well, my part didn't work. <laughs> you know, so I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I have my pre-workout meal like stuff and that I'm actually putting it together because I'm like, my next step is like, just get out of the house. Like, just get yourself out of the house. Because there's been times when I got so cozy, I didn't make it. <laughs> and I just, Along the way, just gratitude all the way. Gratitude that I have a car, gratitude that my car works, that it has gas in it, that I live in Vegas because it's a beautiful city, that my gym membership works, like, and just the fact that I'm physically able to get to the gym and have the opportunity to work out because some people can't make it to the gym or some people, mm -hmm. like, in situations with their home where they can't, you know? So just making sure that I'm grateful for all that. Yeah every day. Hey, it's Tanya. I'm calling a quick timeout intermission huddle. So bring it in. I'm personally inviting you to our inner circle. It's our monthly VIP meetup with other achievers just like us. Each week, I'm teaching everything you're going to need in order to be successful to step into the most elite version of yourself. I'm going to break this down play by play, the tools, the systems, the strategies, everything you're going to need in order to operate at higher levels mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. Look, we're in a season where the idea of full potential just isn't cutting it anymore. It's time to really be it now. So click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the inner circle. Peace. That's amazing. That as you're saying, I was like, oh, that sounds amazing. Cause it's true. Like some days we'll just take, we take advantage of what we have and you know, and especially if you've had to like work hard to get what you have or you're like, you said like, there's some days I couldn't afford the powder. I was like, yep, yep. <laughs> Sometimes I'm going grocery shopping. I was like, please go through, please go through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I know I'm for sure. Like there are days where I, I do want to practice more the art of appreciation because sometimes we get caught up in the process of wanting more that we forget to really appreciate like where how far we've come yes yeah so that's really admirable that you do that and, and I know that like when we're in the receiving mode we receive more like when we're in gratitude and appreciation is the space where we get to really um bring in more yeah. And then when I ask for things, I'm always like, like, okay, so I just spend an hour being grateful for all this stuff. I'm like, okay. And now, now next, what I would like is, <laughs> you know, and then I ask for all the things that I want because yeah, the thing that I'd like to do at nighttime or in the morning is like, it's like being like a kid again, where you're like, like, can you imagine if I had, and then like you, I'm like, like a red Ferrari. Oh my God. Like that would be so cool if I had a red, or maybe a Lamborghini, a red Lamborghini. That would be so cool. You know, and I sit there, I'm like, well, technically I can, because if it only costs that much, I make that much. And you know, and I'm like, Oh, you know, I could probably have it in like two or three years, you know? And then you get like so excited about it. I'm like, oh, what about if I had that mansion? And, and I'd like to drive around my neighborhood and look at the houses where I really want to live. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I can have that one, you know? And I start calculating and just getting excited about it. And I'm like, it's fun. And that's, I ended up getting a lot of stuff that I first dreamt about. Cause it, and it just. Mm -hmm. I like how you say that. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Cause I think a lot of times where we go through a different route of like, oh, no, we don't even give ourselves the opportunity of imagining. Yeah, just laying there, 
like, oh, and then I want a pony. Oh, <gasps> that'd be fun to have a pony. You know, and you're just like so excited about all the little things and like, yeah. And it just starts that like, that energy of, it's just happy. You're like, yeah, I could have it. <laughs> you do know, you do that every night. Do you do, so the morning you're in gratitude appreciation as you're like going through your routine of getting ready and then the process of getting your coffee or your pre-workout and then going to the gym. But your night routine, is this where you do a lot of more of like your visualization before bed? No, maybe I should do that more. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, we're coming up with like these routine ideas, like the visualization, morning, the night. What is your night routine like? Because I know you mentioned you're up at 430 in the morning. Like, you got to be going to bed early. Like, yeah, 8.39. So I'm usually really tired by then. Um, and I have, like, my morning, my evening routine is always, like, you know, check all my doors and windows, tap and rack. And, <laughs> you know, like, the this, this safety pro has just been my thing always. I'm like, because you never know when you closed a door and you didn't lock it, right? So I do my uh, my full 360 security <laughs> make sure all my stuff is like you know where I need it to be and then I like I make my bed and I get so one of the things that I want is to have like a, a good husband so then I start laughing I'm like he's probably out there lost somewhere wandering around you know I'm like whatever is he doing you know <laughs> things like that which makes me laugh I'm like who does that you know but I do that um and so my bed is always like nice and clean and like cleared. It doesn't have like, you know, shit in it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's it. And then I will, you know, either look at like, or, you know, this is when I stay up to like 10 or 11 is when I, when I get on the uh, scrolling on Instagram for funny stuff, and, you know, and you're like laying there and you're quiet, there's nobody else. You know? And I just start giggling because I <laughs> find so many funny stuff. And that's the only thing that I would stay awake for. So like laughing. Like giggling, yeah, about funny stuff that I find on the internet. But yeah, that's it. I don't watch TV. I haven't had a TV in maybe 20 years. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think what you said, too, is important. You know, you're talking about, like, visualization and wandering. I mean, wondering, like, like the possibilities. We're either in that mindset or we're in the lack mindset. So it's, like, even if the moments we think, like, it's silly – it's better than being like sad and thinking about what we yeah. don't have or like I'm so alone or I'm this and that. Oh like, yeah. No. Why not dream about it? I mean, if you can only be in one or the other, why not choose the other one? Even if it's silly or you might think it's weird or different, yeah. it's a lot better than going in that other space. Cause that other space is a really dark space. Yeah, no. So it's not like I'm lacking a Ferrari. My Ferrari is there. I just, you know, I have to decide between the Ferrari or the Lamborghini and do I want it now? Or do I want my mm -hmm. first, you know, it's, it's all out there. It's, I can have it. I just have to, you know, what, what do I want first? You know, like things like that. So it's never a lack. Yeah. Cause you mm -hmm. can't for lack the less you're going to have the mm -hmm. more grateful for stuff, the more you get. Mm -hmm. No, and even like how my mind or sometimes when I catch it going into space of I don't have or, oh, I want this. Yeah, but you don't have it. Then it, it's almost just like, you know, it's the duality of the mind. It's like, okay, well, this is silly. Like thinking about the future things or pretending like you have it because you don't, it's not real. And you're like, yeah, but this is real because it's better than that, which is going down that dark space, you know? Yeah. 
what do you want? Like, what do you want? And you're like, okay. Yeah, let time catch up. <laughs> like, let's go get it, you know? Let's go. Let's go test driving. <laughs> and it's fun. I'm like, okay, we're going to work on getting a Ferrari, you know? And then you work on getting a Ferrari, whatever, whatever it is that you want. Yeah. And it's fun to, like, A, imagine it. Mm -hmm. All through all the details. And then get to work on it. As long as you know you can get to it and you will have it and you're working towards it, then you will end up having it. Mm -hmm. How long have you been practicing that the mindset of visualization and because um, you said you've been a you've been in business for a long time. You've been a businesswoman before whatever you decided to do, like you're a businesswoman. Um, how long have you been using the practice of the visualization, like with that mindset skill that you were just talking about? Uh, so I don't know when. Um, I know that at like 14, I started reading Anthony Robbins. And I would say that was the first introduction to uh, like how the mind works and just starting to learn about the universe, how the mind works. And it started from there. And so I've just been reading and whatever other books I can get my hands on, just read and learn. And I'm always learning. I'm still learning this stuff. There'll be other people, like, I'll make a post. And people will call me on it, which I like, because they're like, you posted negative stuff. I'm like, no, I didn't. I posted that. You know, they're like, but they're like, go back and read what you wrote. And I'm like reading it. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I got to retype that. And because, yeah, people catch me on it. And it's like a daily practice. You have to speak in, in a different sort of language order to to get what you want so it's practice mm -hmm. practice it mm -hmm. what would you say you say you have children how old are your children 20 and 10 oh wow so how are you able to manage your prior i don't like when it comes to like family like say prioritize when you prioritize your children and you're able to separate like mom from businesswoman from you taking care of you too you know so Evelina is Evelina before she's a businesswoman before she's a mom so how are you able to prioritize everything that you're doing so with my kids I haven't seen them since 2019 mm. so every day I have to be an example to them and that when we work on things, we are working on our morals and values, and those are non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. And so it was choosing between, like, <laughs> like the choices I made are still the ones, like, I, I don't regret the choices I made because they are an example to my kids, and that's how I want my kids to live and live by those morals and values. So I'm working on all the stuff that I'm working on is to be able to have them back here with me again. Mm -hmm. It has to be a daily, like there's no, I'm not going to fail. I'm not going to trip and fall. Mm. That's amazing. How are you able to make sure that you prioritize you from even the businesses or the business? I'm sure you're working on multiple businesses. Is it just one? Cause you mentioned how you're taking on. Uh, yeah, so I mean, just growing different uh, aspects of the business because it is going to be a global brand. Um, but and I saw yeah. you have clothing line. Did you already start the clothing line, or is that I just started it? And we're just going through different samples and different uh, like different products. Um, 
But yeah, you have to come first. And even when I used to sit around with moms, when I, when I had my kids and I would tell the moms, I'm like, I come first before my kids. And they're like, well, you're so selfish, whatever. I'm like, no, I think you are. Because if you think that you're being a martyr and not and, and doing your kids first, I go, you're not giving your kids 100%. You're half-assing it. You're half. Your kids aren't going to be proud of you. They don't want you to skip the gym or not eat well because you fed them. I go, that only goes for so long. But you're not a very good example. Like, to me, that's an example of look after everybody else. For, I go, so that's what your kids are going to do. They're going to look after you know other people and not look after themselves you have to teach them you have to look look after yourself first when you're 100 percent, then you can help them and everybody else you can help the whole army but you have to be first mm -hmm. i love that one of my favorite quotes i have it on my facebook page it's um i forget who said it, it wasn't me though is self-care is giving the world the best of you versus what's left of you <gasps> I love that. I have heard that, but yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly what you're saying. And, um, it's true though. I think that's a stigma too. And then that's why I think there's a lot of guilt, like it has been pushed on women, especially mothers or for so long that, you know, if you take care of you first, like you're a bad human being. Yeah. No, I look after yourself. I want you to be like, 110% because then you're going to be able to help everybody else along. Uh, and yeah, there, there is no other way. I mean, anyone can argue it if they want, but you have to be 100% first. Yeah. And, and I think the biggest thing too is like, and I mean, it's amazing because everything you're saying is like, you are it, you know, you're, you're saying it, but you are actually being it. And there's a big difference. And when it comes to actually leadership, which a lot of everybody that I have come on here, you're leaders, like you are for sure a leader. Um, and in order to be able to lead others, you first have to be able to lead yourself. And when it comes down to that is like, you have to be it like, cause not only just telling people what to do, but showing them by example, like what you just said is like, how are they going to know? Cause you're showing them that you, you come last and you are not important and they see that. And that's actually what they become. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've always preached that you have to look after yourself, like give your kids, your family, somebody that is a hundred percent. When you mentioned like rewinding a little bit backwards, you were talking about like when you would go out with the girls or when you go out with your girlfriends and you're on watch, you're trained on watch. Like, and then you mentioned that again, like going around the house and doing checks. Like, can we just like talk about that for a second? Like, what, it, what is this? Tell me. Well, uh, <laughs> it's so I also am um, an NRA firearms instructor. Mm. But I'm not doing that because, well, it doesn't pay me now. <laughs> so uh, I'm not doing that one, um, but I am certified as an NRA uh, firearms instructor. And part of that also is some sort of um, executive protection. And so I've studied that, which is also situational awareness. So one of the things that I like a program that I work on a little bit later on in life when the time is right is also like protection for women, which, which is for everybody else at the same time. Cause I see a lot of women are like oblivious to a lot of stuff and I'll walk up to strangers in public and I'm like, ma'am, please don't do that. Like, you're just like a target. Like you're, 
you know, like, just don't do that. Right. So because of my training and, and constant, like I'm constantly watching everything, it's, it just doesn't, it doesn't leave. It's like a habit. Um, and so I just bring that habit with me. It's every a skill set. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely a skill set. So I'm always, I'm always on watch. Like he's like, yeah, I'm always on watch. Did you learn that when you were going through a uh, gun shooting, you had mentioned like tactical training, like where, if women want to learn more about that, how are they able to do that? Cause I'm interested. I was like, what, what is this? Tell me about this skills. I want this life skill. It, oh, it is. It's a very important life skill that, um, like it could save your life. And I have to admit it saved my life. Uh, that is like a whole different, like, <laughs> it's a whole other whole different minding my business show. <laughs> yeah. That's a minding my other business, you know, which, <laughs> which I will develop a little bit later on. It's, it's, it's on there, but yeah, this is a very important one. I don't know where they have classes or courses. It was part of the, um, part of things that I would teach. And I just, I, I teach my friends when they want to know more about it, but uh, a situ situational awareness is very, very important. More women do it. Um, so on that note too, one of the things like, if I'm going out somewhere with, um, like, it, not a date, but with a guy, right? Mm -hmm. the first time that we're going out in public, I'll, I always let them know ahead of time. If for whatever reason we're out in public and some dude, whatever, says something derogatory about me or whatever else, I'm like, please, whatever you do, do not jump in there. Do not defend. You're not defending my honor. We are walking away. We're not saying anything. We are just going to walk away. Let them have whatever they said, I'm like, please do not try to jump in and defend me. That is like the worst thing that you can do. Just mm. walk away. Mm. Tell us if you, what do you do to keep yourself focused? You do so many things. Like what do you, what is like one of your tactical trainings? I love that word. What's your tactical skill set training for keeping yourself focused and on point? I don't, I don't think that I focused, you know what I mean? I mean, you built success up until this level. You have to have like some form of like, you know, I mean, I, I think you, the ones that I've heard you say is, you know, you've eliminated substances that slow you down like alcohol. You have really respect your night routine as it impacts your morning you work out like those are things I feel like keep your mind sharp. Um, and those are things that help keep us more focused. But if you have something that keeps you on target, as far as like, you know, the expansion of building this global brand, right? Like you have like that target. Okay. So what, what it is, is I have my, like my big global vision and I know what I want which is, it's, it's simple. It is a global brand of a mix between extreme sports and activities for other people to do uh, that have the agenda. So that's the global brand where I'm going to be in a lot of cities all over the world. Um, and then from there, I break that down into smaller tasks, which I call them seasons, so that I'm not too stressed about making certain uh goals and deadlines by certain dates i just call it a in order to complete this season here's what i need to complete and so i have like a a task list you know i have to buy another can-am and so then when when i want to buy another can-am i'm really focused on that and i will work my 
butt off and pay that thing off until I have another Can-Am. I'm like, okay, I got that done off the list. And then I will take like not a break because it's like half a day <laughs> and then I'll get down on my next, my next thing on my list and keep going until I finish the next sort of season and then take some time off to reevaluate to see how that is. And then what would be the next steps to continue on to get that, that big goal. So it's like focused on one thing at a time, almost obsessive. Mm -hmm. um, we call those sprints. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a good way of saying it. I like that. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times people think like it's a marathon. You know, when I was first learning in my 20s, like about business and entrepreneurship and they're like, yeah, life is like a marathon. And I was like, not for me. I, it doesn't work for me. I need stimulation, you know, like because I feel like our the, our personalities, we we crave stimulation. And that's why we love taking risks and trying new things and you know, being adventurous. And um, it's like, so I was like, I feel like my life is, I think is more like sprint based. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, yeah, it's a sprint and you go, go, go. And then you're like, you're stuck. Recover. Okay. And then you're like that. <laughs> and that, that's what I do. I'll run it over and go do something else. And then like, I like upset with it. And then I like, just get tired and, I, and I'll like lay down and, um, I'm like, okay, what's next? You know, so it's constant, you know, when people visit me, they're like, you have so much adrenaline, like you just don't stop. I'm like, yeah, I stop at 9pm and I'm in bed sleeping, like, then I'm out, like I will, I'm not out past that hour, because I need to sleep. Yeah. So you even have like daily sprints. I think that's so fascinating. It's like daily sprints. Because the thing is that I'm trying to show people to, especially women that are looking to like elevate, because that's what this platform is for. Like we love our men. I'm sure you, like everybody can learn something from each guest, but I'm like, huh? Oh, like we love our men. I'm like, where? <laughs> well, the ones viewing. <laughs> everybody can learn from each other. It's not like you know, women versus men. But this platform, the Mining My Business, was specifically designed help women elevate their business or life and their mindset. And, you know, if they're not feeling strong or if they don't know where to start, like all these, like, you know, tips that you're sharing, there are common themes that all the other women have um, in regards to like really getting to that next level of life, getting to the next level of whatever you want in your business, your life and your mindset. Because it is, it's mindset, body, spirit, it's everything. And here's the thing is like, these women were always willing to help other women. Like it really only takes like, send me a message and I'll help you. Like whatever you're having, whatever you're having troubles with, just send a message and I'll help. And so when I had, um, you know, when I was going through, um, what I was going through a couple weeks, months ago, I've had a lot of women reach out. They're like, just so you know, I'm here. Like, I don't know what to say, but I'm here. <clears throat> that helped a lot just yeah. not saying anything in particular but saying i'm here and that was it and i'm like that that really helped but yeah we're always willing to help always mm -hmm. so help with no and i'll help yeah and and that's it too is it's like not only solid but celebrating each other because when you bless other people you're blessing yourself yeah and but our hearts were designed to do that's what we were designed to do as human beings and i think that you know having that here so any of the information you give you know it's a it's a deeper theme than um 
I guess it's just kind of going into the next one. I can't even believe it's already been an hour, but <laughs> you were, I'm like, wait a second. Let me was on track here. <laughs> um, if you were to give one piece of solid advice or, and I know you just gave one about just like reaching out, like we're here, but for other people watching, minding my business, because it's really about staying in your lane, being your best self and then expanding on that. But if you were to give one like golden nugget for somebody to really implement today and to take with them, that would just be a game changer. What would that one thing be? So it would be that, I mean, I think everything that we do for the end result is to be happy. We all just want the happiness. So whether you're chasing money or relationships or the little red Ferrari, it, what does is it just gives you happiness right and so happiness can be had like right this very second and it is a choice you know mm -hmm. like i've gone through some pretty crappy things in my life but in those moments i'm like okay i can be happy for even five minutes by doing like little things so like my morning cup of coffee like a cup of happiness like I'm like for that moment like three minutes that I guzzle the thing. It's just pure happiness. And that's all I want in that moment is just happy, you know? And then from there, like, okay, I did that. You can do one more thing of happiness. And it's like little tiny things. And if you count up how many little pieces of happiness you can do throughout the day, well, before you know it, most of your day was happy. Mm. So that's what it is, it's happiness. We're all chasing happiness. And you can have it right this second, even if it's for a split second. That's beautiful. Collecting pieces of happiness. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on Minding My Business today and, you know, being raw and authentic and vulnerable. And that's really what this is about, you know, bringing on real women with real stories that are actually doing amazing things in the world. And so yeah. You are appreciated in the world. Like you're, I've gone through so last. Uh, this is what I was doing last night. I was like reading all your stuff. You know, <laughs> a lot of like good, positive energy, like happy things, like things you can implement and just do. Like you'll, you don't even have to wake up and plan anything. Like even if they just go to your Instagram and and just something like you give them little things to do. You know yeah. what I mean. And those little things will lead to a little piece of happiness, right? So just just do those little things. Like you you have so much wealth of information out there. And if they just did the things that you post, uh, a little bit of like happiness. It's very intentional. And a lot of people, you know, they see the external, but there's a lot of work behind the work, like you said. Like there's a lot of moments and days where you don't see you know, what it takes to um, put anything together. It's very intentional. Our content creators know how much work goes into taking a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not me. I have a team. And, <laughs> you know, it's not just me because I, that's not my skill set. Like, yeah. that's not my skill set. And so everybody, unless you ask questions, like you said, you reach out to people, like we're all willing to tell, tell you all the secrets because they're not secrets. Yeah. You know, how, did you, how did 
do you do that? Like, well, yeah, we'll help. And, and yeah, so if you're having days when like, cause I have them too. I'm like, everybody very often, but like, why do I bother? I mean, just so you know, like I read your stuff and that could be the morning when I'm like, you know what? I wake up and I'm like, I, I missed my moments of happiness or something, you know, like I would go to your stuff because now I like count on you <laughs> to post something that I know will help me that day. Like yeah. I just know. So even if you're like, you know, why do I bother about doing this? Nobody, you know, even like we always say, even if it's just the one person, mm -hmm. like that one person, you could have made their entire day from, from your wisdom. So yeah, your wisdom is important. Mm, thank so you. Add it because I need it every morning. <laughs> <laughs> so keep posting. You're three days behind. <laughs> I took the weekend off. It was my mom's birthday. So. <laughs> yeah. Have to also enjoy life too. I think you have to also like know when to pull back and when you need personal time so that you can come back stronger, you know? And so I, I love that you said that collecting the happiness, the pieces of happiness and um, yeah, we just keep showing up and doing our best together. You know, we are stronger together. Yes, we absolutely are. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being on Minding My Business. And thank you so much for everybody watching. I'm going to save this. I'm going to add you as a collaborator. You can accept and then share with your audience as well if you want. But yep. you guys, if you, one thing that you got from today, just go ahead and drop it in the comment box below. We do read every single message. Your comments do matter. And this really is for you guys. So every Tuesday at 2 p.m., Minding My Business, where we had got to have the pleasure of having you on today. You dropped so much amazing information and diamonds and the world is better because of you. So thank you for all that you do. You as well. Thank you so <laughs> much for having me. This was fun. Yay. All right. Bye everybody. We'll see you next Tuesday. Hey, bye. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you found value in this episode, subscribe and share with your business besties. Head over to TanyaCOliver.com and claim your free thank you gift. Remember, you deserve to look, feel, and live life as your most elite self.